hi, and welcome back to season two of Sip Sessions with IJ. So today is May the 31st. It's 3.56 right now. Before we get directly into today's topic, which is going to be a pretty long one um, for the podcast, um, I would first like to start off with some great news before we get into everything else. I, me and my brother are officially graduates from Parkview High School. We are now freshmen in college. OMG, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the applause and love and all these just things. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, since this whole thing has happened, it's been, and I know it's a lot going on right now, but before everything jumped off, it's been really difficult just, like, you know, living day-to-day life, um, especially when, like, we had finals and the college, and we were supposed to have prom, and then senior activities, and then graduation, which graduation has, it's, it's, it's been postponed, like, the traditional graduation would be postponed till, um, July, I think, something, something, I don't know why I forget, but I do, um, but then we had, like, a little parade, it was really cute, a lot of money, which is quite shocking and surprising. We're now, like, me and my brother were, like, preparing to, like, buy stuff for dorms. I bought this beautiful framed, like, thin wooden framed mirror. It's, like, as tall as me, and I love it so much. <laughs> um, I don't know what this says about me, but, um, hey, that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just, like, we're buying stuff as we go. So we are, like, preparing for college and all that stuff and dorm life and all that great stuff. Hopefully, we do not buy all this stuff in vain, and there's another, like, second wave, and we can't go to college, um, or we can't be on the campus, but you know what, it's a lot more important stuff going on right now, and sadly, we have to get into it, well, not sadly, it's, it, the, the fact that we had to come to this situation in this time and day and age, it's just sad overall, um, and it's just, shocking i guess at this point because it doesn't make sense that after all these years we're still having the same issues so let's get into it i guess if you have been living under a rock for the past few i guess i guess you can't even say months you can't even say a month you can only just say days or even you probably you can't even say a week there was an incident there was it's like, okay, I'm just gonna, cause cut the bullshit. Basically, a man was murdered. That's about it. George Floyd, if you've not, I don't, I, I wouldn't understand why you have not been watching the news or whatever, but basically, a man was murdered. His name was George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. She and Ahmad here in my, um, state. Um, at this point, it's just, it's, it's really, it's really, all these people, just these men and women and children and innocent black, unarmed black people have been killed, at least from the last time I checked, it was over 400 of them. Um, 
is just honestly it's 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 very hard to talk about it because as a black man and not only as a black man as a black man who has native american ancestry on my mom's side of the family and who is gay i have a target on my back anyway put the gay thing on top of it target put the native american thing on top of it target so um i just this this everything that's been happening so far by innocent people getting killed for no reason it's just honestly fucking disgusting so it's just it's it's very it's just it's a lot to deal with because it's already exhausting being black let alone being black and gay <laughs> and then let alone being black gay with native american heritage because then it's like well you don't look native american and it's like not every Native American at this point in age looks Native American. Not every black person looks black. Not every Latino looks Latino. So, like, what's the point <laughs> saying that? But anyway, the main first topic is just talking about this. And I just have at least five key points to talk about. Number one. It's just, it's just so hard to talk about without, without like getting emotional about it because it's just, it's very emotional. It's, okay, I'm gonna take a breather and I'm gonna come back. I'm back, bitches! First topic is, um, dear white people, please, or not white people, just dear some white people, please do not go on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, kick whatever you using that you think you trying to be hip on, please just don't like please don't say the following protesting and rioting and looting solves nothing. Violence solves nothing. Quote from Martin Luther King. First of all, you have no right to say that. You and your privilege gives you everything so that you don't have to riot or protest anything. And I'm not trying to say that it goes for all white people. And I'm not trying to say that it goes for all white women. Just in a general kind of sort of sense. In this scenario, you have no place to tell us that. Let me tell you why. So... Prime example, Boston Tea Party. Not only did um, the settlers, white people, um, <laughs> some of those white people, not only did they dress up as Native Americans to point the blame onto Native Americans, so my ancestors, um, but you also, in the middle of the night, decided to dump the 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 tea into the Boston Harbor, which later in history was named the Boston Tea Party, all because of some goddamn taxes. Money. That's it. Just taxes. Just money. That's it. That's all. You were being oppressed by some taxes. That's the that's the gist of it. That that's it. That's that is that. And you thought it was unfair, so you decided to protest. You decided to loot, and you decided to vandalize property, and that's about it. So, 
you're not going to sit here and tell us that what we are doing is not solving the issue. I'm going to round back to that because I also do have a few things to say about that. But don't you do it. And if the Boston Tea Party doesn't do it for you because for some odd reason that has nothing to do with what's happening. Bombing the Middle East would not undo 9-11. And I'm going to leave it at that. I said what I said. Now, on the flip side of that argument, because I do, for this particular part, I do have, like, two sides of this argument. Now, again, I do not feel like it is, the, it is a place for white people to tell us how and what to do in this instance of protesting and everything that surrounds it. Now, however, since I am black myself, I feel like that I have the authority and the privilege and the right to say how we should protest and all these such things. Now, my thing is, as of recently, the city that I live, I live in the city, I live in the metropolitan area of Atlanta, and uh, there was a peaceful protest, formed, organized, great, good, whatever. Now, I think it was like a few hours in, and a few people broke off, and they started rioting and vandalizing, and da 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 and it got really rowdy, and all that stuff, and CNN Center. Now, in that instance, here in Atlanta, we are, even though Georgia is known for being a Republican state, and it is known for its racism, we are also very much known for our progression. We are known for punishing pu punishing those who need to be punished. We are known for fixing things when they are wrong. We are known for being a little bit more open and accepting than most cities in the South. So, or matter of fact, most major cities in the South, because a lot of the a lot of the things um downtown like downtown Atlanta are black owned black built and black managed so rioting and breaking into mom and pop shops I, I really do not believe that should happen no absolutely not that, that's no that that defeats the purpose of this and then going on Twitter and seeing people break into Dior and Louis Vuitton I really I don't really care about Gucci because Gucci was asking for it when they put out that damn sweater back in 2019. Um, I don't see the point in that, and y'all are so dumb because y'all forget that they track their products, meaning that there are trackers in those products that they have in store just in case something happens. And that goes for everything in the store. Everything that they have in the store that is a product that has not been sold yet or even after it sells, it is a tracker in every piece of item of clothing bag, shoe, whatever, so you're dumb, because when they do this little investigation, and be like, well, our tracker says that our product is here, our product is there, and they show up, and the police show up at your house, and you looking dumbfounded, okay, I'm gonna move on, because <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, to circle back around to the mom and pop shops, just like, when Keisha, um, Lance Bottoms got on, and she is the mayor of Atlanta, she got on, recognized, she had on no makeup, she had on no good pearl, she had on, her hair was kind of like tizzed up, 
that's when you know she ain't playing game. You don't. This is this is why I really feel like that we should have more women in authority. Because when you fuck up, mama gonna punish you in the best possible way for you. She can put this curfew and all this stuff, and she shutting down the city. She ain't deal with it. She ain't doing it. No, 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 uh, uh-uh. because my thing is Atlanta is a very progressed city. And the fact that y'all want to take advantage of the situation and vandalize and tear down and break mom black owned businesses, minority owned businesses, it makes no you are defeating the purpose of the protest or whatever. If you gonna break some shit, you better go to the white folks and break their shit. That's my thing. If you gonna break somebody's shit, don't break our shit. Don't break the shit that we done made and built. And put our heart and blood into. Why would you do that? It makes no sense. Break the white folks shit. Like, yeah, okay. CNN Center, yeah, they push a lot of fear tactics into their news. Yeah, I will warrant that. And at least they didn't burn down. At least CNN, I don't know if you listening. I don't really care if you listening. But at least they ain't, like, like, Mike, um, like Mike said, at least they ain't burn down your studio. Because you be pushing a lot of fear tactics in your news. Now, I'm just going to leave it at that. Believe it that now, on the contrary, I don't mean those bomb and pop shops that are owned by some like white people. Now, I understand like saying that and then coming around talking some well, no, not the, not the mom and pop shops. You got to realize that it's this whole thing is just it's very difficult because honestly, at the end of the day, you don't know who is your ally, you don't know who is your enemy. Now, in a general broad sense, why are we attacking mom and pop shops? That makes no sense. Pure point blank. No matter if they're white, black, Asian, Arabic, everything else. Because I can't, like, I'm, I'm trying to try to keep pushing. Because I have a lot of friends that are white that have mom and pop shops. They're not racist. They don't appear to be racist. They don't say racist things. Now, if they have a history of showing their racism, like, if they, if they have, like, like, if, like, come on now, if they have a, (laughs) can't talk, if they have a history of showing that they are racist towards a certain amount of race, or they are prejudiced, or they are discriminatory towards their staff, or who they hire, or just people in general, then, yeah, do your shit, but, like, yeah, like, if they don't have a history of it, don't do it, period, point blank. Leave it at that. Now, on to the second thing. My second thing is, <sighs> everything that's happening right now could have been avoided if one person made a conscious decision to change his actions And not be stupid, dumb, ignorant, racist. And a few other words that are not coming to my mind right now, but I I really want to include. But those words, yes. And he got off that man's neck. This all would have been avoided. Because then we would be seeing the police in a different light. We'd be like, okay, baby, you rough handling him a little bit, but at least you got off his neck. At least you acknowledged that you was on this man's neck, and he is telling you, I can't breathe, get off my neck, and he's calling for his mom, at least you moved that leg, 
and was like, okay, my bad, but you still under arrest, that it would have been a totally different situation. It would have been, a t- all this probably would have been avoided. It would have been totally different. But the fact that you decide to sit here and sit on this man's neck and act like, oh, I'm an authority and I'm going to do what I want. I, I promise you we can show you better than we can goddamn tell you. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to go to your house. You know, person's in front of your house. Then your ass going to run. Then we're going to make sure you get charged. And even the charge that you got, we're going to make sure you get a better charge. Because that third degree shit, that fuck that shit. Third degree murder? Absolutely not. You should be first degree murder all the way. And so is them people, them cops that stood there and act like they wasn't, and act like nothing was going on and everything was fine. Absolutely to the fuck at who no. All y'all motherfuckers should be charged. All y'all should be put in jail. And if you're not, I promise you, this little situation that's going on is going to go a lot worse than it is right now. Because I already get pep talks from my parents and my loved ones for being a black man in America. When you go outside, you make sure you speak proper. You make sure, like, I have to be better than the next white person that's sitting next to me. I have to be better than the next black person sitting next to me. I have to be proper. I have to dress right. I have to act right. I have to look right. I have to play the part. I, like, it's, it's very, like, I have to blend in, but stand out at the same time, which is, like, how the fuck do I do that as a black person? I already stand out because I'm black, but then I have to blend in, so I got to talk real proper and real nicely and real, and have the right handshake and look like I'm fresh out of the shower or whatever, I don't know. Like, it, it's exhausting. It's very exhausting being black because we got to watch what we say, we got to watch what we eat, we got we to gotta watch who we talk to, we got to watch how we talk to you. You gotta watch who we associate with. So it's it's just it's it's a lot. That's that's that. Now on to the third topic. Now my thing is this is to the black people. Cause I have to deal with this within my own family, my own biological family. Just because I live where I live does not mean that I have privilege. Period point blank. Now what I mean by that is, in my mind, everything that happened, yeah, is warranted. But at the same time, some of these people who are protesting, or who complain about the system, or who, a lack of a better word, bitch about everything that's going on around them, y'all are the same black Latino, Asian, whatever you are, that believe that, oh, I'm not going to go vote, or I don't think that voting would make a difference, or I don't have the time to go vote. Y'all are the reason that we are sitting here today. If you go vote and have your vote heard in these elections, it would be a, I don't, I'm not saying it would be a totally different situation, but it possibly, it's a 50 50% 50% chance that we would not be sitting here. Vote out these racist governors, these racist mayors. Um, like the one in Mississippi talking about some, if I can talk, I can breathe. The hell you, nigga, you don't even look like you can breathe with your neck is fatter than your whole body. Shut up. And, <laughs> and these, the racist president, Donald Trump calling us thugs when these white folks and some of these white folks was standing at this damn state capitol with these uh, military grade guns pushing and spitting and throwing stuff at these officers. Peep game. Peep game. 
it is y'all's fault that we are sitting in this scenario because y'all are either too lazy on or uneducated and sometimes you not having the proper education is is not your fault but at the end of the day you can get yourself up and go educate yourself in some form of fashion you can youtube is there educators are there college is college ain't going nowhere high school ain't going nowhere period point blank if you ain't got your high school diploma High school is still there for you. If you ain't got your college degree, just because, oh, I just, whatever happened, whatever happened, it's warranted. It's, it's whatever. I, I can't think of the word. But the fact that you sat here and you did not take the time out of your day to get back up and try again, that's the definition of insanity. If you want to sit here and complain and complain and complain and do nothing, you are doing the exact same thing, and that's the definition of insanity. If you want to make change, you have to change yourself. If you are going to be here and complain but not go vote, you are the problem. Just as simple as that. I'm 18. I figured that out real quick. When my mom, who is Jehovah's Witnesses, who they believe, they don't believe in voting, which is another issue of itself. I'm not going to talk about that, but anyway... She was like, well, I'm not going to go vote because it's against the, it's against my religion. Bitch, please. <laughs> I'm about to go vote for who better be president in my class because if I just let it go, Randall might become president and I like him. So I'm definitely going to go vote for Bethany or whatever her name was. I forget. And sure enough, as soon as I vote, my vote was the last vote. I was the last person to vote. And sure enough, by one vote, who was me? Bethany or whatever her name won. And she was the greatest president, great, greatest fifth grade president we had. We had ice cream on every Friday. Best, best period. So, voting makes a difference. Don't sit here and think just because your parents don't go and vote that you shouldn't go and vote. And just because you think that your friends don't go and vote thinks that you should not go and vote. That is dumb. Stupid and ignorant. And you are the addition to the problem that we have today because you think just because your friend is not going to vote means that you're not going to go vote or your mom doesn't go or your dad doesn't go and vote you're not going to go vote no baby boy no baby girl no sister k no brother boo no no take your ass take this same energy take it to the polls because if you vote and you kick out all these racist-ass people, we, we would be, be a different story. They wouldn't have any sort of authority or power. We'd be living in a much safer world, like Obama. I really do wish he would run for office again, because I feel like i changed the Constitution just for him to run for office again. I'm just saying. But anyway, um, on to the fourth topic. Be conscious in your decision of rioting and vote and, and not voting and protesting now both things can stem from another now i understand that these police officers everywhere are very provoking and they entice a lot of the behavior of riots because what they don't what the what a lot of what these main whatever i don't know what fox news doesn't show you is that these Police officers are starting most of these riots by either spreading tear gas, shooting with you with rubber bullets, 
I mean, starting the vandalism, starting stuff on fire, just like in Minneapolis, that damn officer, I forget his name that quickly, hold on, Jacob Peterson of, I think, St. Paul PD, he was out there um, vandalizing the auto zone, he was the one that started the fire at the police precinct up there in Minneapolis, it's, it, it's just like, mm. It's real interesting. And then they try to paint this picture of us being the aggressors. Really? Seriously? Okay. That's why y'all really should be careful about, like, how y'all, like, approach stuff. Because, yeah, I understand that, like, we are rising. We are showing that we are not dealing with the bullshit no more. I get that. But if you see just some random white dude starting the fire... Let him do that by himself, and then you go ride somewhere else. Because at this point in time, they the these um what do they call what do they call what do they call the white supremacist people are starting to mix in with the people with the white people that actually care, and then some of some oh well, I care, and then here they go, um starting shit. That makes no sense. That's that's some bullshit. That that's that's clearly some bullshit. And yeah, that's just some bullshit. Um, so just be careful. Just, just be careful. Now, my fifth and last topic, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be done with this, and I'm gonna move on to liar notes. Um, just, uh, give me a second. Fifth and final point is you, as a citizen of, United, of the United States of America, have the full autonomy rights, constitutional rights, liberties, and freedoms to protest the injustice of the system is right there in the constitution. And if you and if and if you don't know it, let me go get it. Excuse me, I'll be right back. The Declaration of Independence says we have the right to overthrow the government. This is based on the philosophy that the people have rights that no government can grant or deny. According to John Locke, the fountainhead of this philosophy, there is no difference between an unjust government and a thief. And I truly believe, as of right now, that we have both an unjust government and a thief. Because obviously this nigga, I mean this, excuse me. This person, I don't know how he's a person, but he's a person. This person that just so happens to be in the White House is a thief. Peter Pimpley. He's stealing our tax dollars. He's stealing our rights. He's trying to steal our freedoms. He's a thief. We already knew that before he got into office. It's these crazy dumb behind and not, well, not. Mm, I won't call them dumb, but I will call them misguided white people who then voted him into office who now want him out. Because now they're seeing the bullshit that laid there beforehand. They just didn't see it because they saw something so-called great. Ew. Mm. So, that's about it for this first topic. <laughs> Jesus, that was a lot. But anyway, on to better and lighter notes because, yeah, I'm much, yeah, just better on period. <laughs> okay, it is 6 41, Monday, June 1st. 
And I know I said I was going to move on to better, lighter notes. However, I have been sitting and thinking for a full day. And I have decided to say a few more things. Just because it's... This thing is a lot bigger than just me. It's a lot bigger than just black folks. It's a lot bigger than just white folks. America has a very long history of oppressing anyone that is a minority. They have oppressed Muslims. And I have a lot of Muslims friends who I will fight to protect. I would, um, I have a lot of Native American friends, and I will fight to protect them. I have a lot of Mexican friends, Latina, and Latino friends. I will fight to protect them. And I have a lot of friends that are just, um, that are Asian that I will fight to protect, and just we we all have to deal with our separate racism because of whatever what's going on in the world not firstly but recently it was the Asians with the coronavirus how Trump openly and wrongfully associated Asians with or not Asians, he said Ch- the Chinese virus, which is so stupid, um, associated Asians with the coronavirus. Then it's the Mexicans and Latinos with the border situation. And then he's imprisoning and snatching kids away from their parents. I, the, and then not even to mention when it comes to Muslim women wearing hijabs. It's the issue. I just... Mm. And it, it just bothers me. And... When people... Because I just, I just got out of a conversation. And it went left field. Because the person just stopped listening to what I had to say. And they just started trying to be petty. So I blocked their ass. Um... And he, he did make a pretty interesting slash good point up until he got petty. He said that black lives can matter, but also Arabic lives can matter. Yes, that is very true. Arabic lives, Mexican lives, Latino lives, Muslim lives, all lives matter. Yes, that is very true. However, in order to have all lives matter, black lives must also matter. And I'm not saying that blacks are more oppressed or they are morally killed, which statistically is true. Or I'm not saying that we are better than it. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that we deserve the world, even though technically we do. Because in America, black slaves built this country. And I'm sorry to say, Arabic slaves was not part of that. From my knowledge. Now, I might be wrong, but in my eyes, what what history has taught me is that black slaves, African slaves, built this country. This blood this this whole land is either soaked with two things the blood of the blacks, the blood of the natives. 
And I happen to have both running through my blood. Which means on both sides of my family, on my biological family, because I am adopted by a black family, which we going to talk about that later. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that because I get that this is a very tough and eerie, like, not eerie, but since the situation, like, it's... To me, it's like some days I feel like, am I doing enough by speaking about it? I'm like, I, I can't put myself, like, I can't physically put myself in harm's way because, for one, I'm scared. I'm very afraid that I probably won't be able to come back home because I've been arrested or killed. Or if I do come home, I'm either badly injured or worse. So... And I know that the peaceful protests are real, and I know peaceful protests are, um, the peaceful protests happen a lot more than the violent ones. It's just they get a lot more media coverage because the media likes to paint us as gangsters and thugs, which is disgusting. Um, but, yeah. So... I just, and, but I'm signing these petitions, I'm donating, I'm donating as much as I can, as a, as a freshman in college, as a senior, as a, and I am no longer a senior in college, I mean, a senior in um, high school, because Gwinnett County has completely shut down my account, which means I am no longer a student at Parkview High School, I am now a freshman at GGC, and that's about it, so, I'm just like, wow, I'm about to go to college, and I still have to deal with the fact that I'm still black and in America and gay and in America. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this, 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 this little thing that we're having, these Black Lives Matters been happening for about two weeks now or a week now or less than a week. I don't know. Yeah, I have to live this every day. So, this is not nothing that I play around with. I am very sensitive about talking about it because I don't want to offend anybody. But at this point, fuck y'all being offended. Because I'm very sick and tired of opening my Instagram account and there is another unarmed black man, woman, child, another woman hijab being snatched off her head. Another woman getting her um stomach kicked in and her miscarrying and all that shit. Or Trump blatantly talking about Latinos and in a very nasty way calling them aliens and, cr- and criminals and drug lords. It's disgusting behavior. And, and it needs to stop. Immediately. And honestly, the only way that we stop this is if the minorities all pull together and vote. That's my main message. Go out and vote. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, and we're going to get into the lighter stuff. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So, to get into, like... To get into, like, the lighter status of this podcast, because I know this podcast has been very heavy. It's been very, very heavy. I understand it, but, man, it's some very heavy times. But I said I'm moving on, so I'm moving on. Either way. 
<laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm going on vacation. <laughs> I'm trying to be very happy right now because it's <laughs> um, but I'm going on vacation finally. Um, but um, since like because you know, COVID spring break was canceled because of COVID. And then I was supposed to do an Atlanta trip that was canceled. And technically speaking, I was supposed to go to Washington, D.C. I've never been to Washington, D.C. We were supposed to go to Washington, D.C. in the summer. But since we didn't go to, um, like looking at my teeth, since we didn't go to Florida this spring, we're going to go to Florida now. What I tell you, I have never been more excited to go to Florida. And, and even when I went to Universe Studios, I was not this excited because I was just like, we are going back to Florida. <laughs> I am so happy to be going to Florida, man. You don't even understand. I'm so happy to be getting out of this stay. Oh my god. It's ridiculous. I'm so happy. It's it's like just you don't understand. I have been stuck in this house all the time. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. There's like and as as we have been off a lockdown, technically speaking, by the Georgia government or whatever. We have been, like, taking steps into, like, trying to get some normalcy, I guess. I don't know. We had the parade, which was really fun. Oh, my God, it was so fun. I cried a little bit. Um, And then just yesterday, or no, I think a few days after that, I went and saw my friend Morgan, and we took pictures together. We did not social distance. <laughs> I was so happy to see her. Um... But, um, she's been stuck in the house too, so I know she don't have anything, but yeah. Um, and then I went to go see my friend Morgan and Josie, again. Um, we went to the park, we met up, we sat, we ran to a few friends, and we just sat, held conversation, talked about the people, about high school, and, um, that's about it. Um, and yeah. <laughs> Um, I got my yearbook. Oh my god, my yearbook. It, the, the Morgan Boone, she is she's the senior staffer for the yearbook. And girl, when I tell you the yearbook is gorgeous, girl. I'm in that yearbook about eight times. <laughs> my picture is like spread out the book. Doctor May was not happy at the fact that I was in that book so much because she was like, "This little black boy." And it's like, uh, <laughs> but she she like told Morgan he doesn't need to be in the book anymore, and she's just like. Okay. And then she bow put in the little bow put in the <laughs> Oh my god. But um but yeah, I'm just like um yeah, I'm very excited to go to Florida. I'm very excited to get something new. Because when you have been stuck <laughs> when you have been stuck inside like constantly, it's just like what am I gonna do? Like like I like when I like when I go out to just like go get groceries, it's an adventure. <laughs> it is, it is an adventure, child. It's an adventure, and it's just like, oh, let me go and get me some milk, and then it's like, ooh, I'm going to go get milk. There is a bump on my leg. We had <laughs> it, it. It was like what. I honestly, I wasn't able to sleep last night, so, like, I've been kind of sleeping all day. So, it's, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm still asleep. I get a phone call from my mom. And she's like, 
Joshua, good morning. I'm like, hi, good morning. How are you? You need to get up out of bed. I was like, oh, Lord, here I go. And she's like, you need to come down here with your brother and, like, do some yard work. I'm like, excuse me, yard work? What do you mean, yard work? We just did yard work on Sunday. Why are we doing it on Monday? I'm confused. It's like, it's from this an emergency. All I heard was emergency. I have never moved so fast to get dressed and ready. I left my phone. My brother told me, Joshua, where's your phone? And I went outside, went and got my phone, came back. Zoomed off to wherever we was going. I totally forgot that we were going to go help with something. And we get there, and she just chilling. I'm like, what are you doing? What's wrong? And she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, what? What's wrong? I'm like, what is wrong? You call me saying an emergency? No, it was an emergency for her, for us to help her. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't know what was out there, but all I know is there are two bumps on each leg. It itches. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, so I really don't have any events that have occurred lately. The only, the latest events that has occurred is my aunt Tina and my uh, my cousin Xavier came over. Um, yesterday we had like a really cool socially distancing time. I'm like looking at my parents <laughs> through my window, and they are so cute. They're like talking to each other. They're like little love birds. Like, mm, I love you. Mm, I love you. Hello. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and that's like, that's the closest to having like something new that's happened. And that was like yesterday and we just sat, we played cards. That was fun. Um, and that's about it. Everything else been the same. Wake up, poop, eat, sleep, shop a little bit, like window shop. And then, um, possibly buy, check my packages, see where they are. And then, um, take a nap, eat. Take another nap. Watch till TV. Nap. Probably work on something for Black Lives Matter. And then go to sleep. <laughs> and no, or either uh, eat dinner, play cards, play Monopoly, play Sorry, blah, blah, blah go to sleep. Like, it, it's been a, not a vicious cycle, but it's been the same cycle. And it's kind of getting a little boring. Um, so honestly, I'm very ready to just go on vacation already. And then finally, we'll be going on vacation as adults. So now we don't have to be like treated as like kids anymore. Like we're still kids, but like we're now officially adults. So we can do like the halfway adulty things. Like not, not like drugs or drinking or whatever. It's like we can go and drive the little what is it called? <laughs> Did I make the sound effect? <laughs> oh my god. The ski, the ski, not the ski lift. Oh my god. The skis, like, by ourselves, we can just do that. I'm not gonna do that because I'm afraid of water. I really am. I'm afraid of water. And then, since we're going to Florida, um, yeah, I'm gonna be on the ocean. <laughs> so I'm, I'm more afraid of the ocean than anything else. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm going to be taught how to fish. Yeah, I'm going to throw that reel in and then reel it back and then get a fish. And like, oh my God, I'm a Like, boy, boy teens, straight boy teens. <laughs> straight boy teens. <laughs> I cannot, but yeah, I'm just, I'm very excited, you guys. I'm very excited. And, um, but yeah, that, I'm very excited for that. I can't, I'm looking forward to it and hopefully nothing 
pops off. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna think of the worst because I'm, I'm a very pessimistic type person. I, I think of the worst of almost every situation, but you know, I'm not gonna think that. Um, so let's get into. I don't even know what to get into. <laughs> Cause y'all, I mean, I, this is this is, and I put out a poll. Oh, okay. Let's talk about Outer Banks. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So, my cousin Aaliyah, she got me watching Out of Banks because I was listening to her podcast. She was like, are you team? And JJ, are you team? John B? I'm team John B all the way. He's like, oh my god, when he fell from that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. When he fell off of the little sky thingamajiggy, that almost ripped my heart out. I was like, oh my god, John B. And then the daddy, the dog adopted him. So, but he has an ulterior motive. The daddy, I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything. And I know this is weird, but the daddy's kind of hot. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And like the kind of creepy dad way. <laughs> Look, I am a sucker for a white man with a good beard. I am. <laughs> that 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 looks like he smells like coconut. And, um, kind of, like, sweat, but, like, in a tropical way. He looks like he knows how to party. <laughs> That's just a gay thing for me. <laughs> but he does! Like, you can't see him lie! Like, you can't you not see him lie and be like, John, like, Sarah's dad is not hot. Like, I'm just saying, he is hot. Like, you can't lie about it. Ugh, and man can do things to me. <laughs> but, um, I'm John B. all the way. JJ... I feel like when, for Out of Banks, like, this show is too reality-type situation because you have the really annoying friend, which is JJ, that just acts off of emotion. You have that one really smart kid who kind of thinks of everything that might go wrong, which is me, um, which happens to be the black boy. And when I tell you, they ain't got no, they don't have no just light-skinned black, they got the dark skin black boy. They got the dark skin black boy on the rich side, and they got a dark skin kind of, I think he's, is he dark skin? Like, I don't think he's dark skin, but he's, like, brown dark on the poor side. Like, like, I live for that. I live for it, period, point blank. Um, Topper, I cannot stand him. Topper can get knocked out. So his brother, his brother is ridiculous. Like, you're 23 years old. Why are you still home? Like, I don't (laughs) And then he wanted to trade in that, like, he, he got burned by that dude who um, was collecting his debt. It's so, like, I'm, I'm, I told you, spoiler alert, because I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it, because that's, that's all I've been wondering. And then, um, I got back into Rajin Dynasty. Liam, um, um, spoiler alert, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert, if you watch Dynasty and spoiler alert. Um, Liam has woken back up, and he doesn't remember anything, but Fallon somehow, someway gets them to remember. Now they're together, they're like this unstoppable power couple, but then they're having this struggle, because, you know, Fallon character is just very spearheaded, she's a very boss-dominant type situation, she's not a submissive girl, period. And, you know, Liam as a man, it's like, yeah. I'm the dominant one in the relationship, but technically she's the dominant one in the relationship, so now he's, like, having to figure that out or whatever. Um, but, 
on um and then now at this point in the game Kobe is back they figured out their mom was only there for the money so they put her out but then she brings back a daughter Vanessa who is a great singer um and then uh, um is it Adam oh my god the gay the gay dude I forget Steven Steven I forget but <laughs> um he falls in love um, with this dude who's married, and then he's like, yeah, I'm married, and it's like, it can work out because they have an open relationship, and then here comes Kirby, get in the middle of it, so I was like, I don't want you to hurt my friend, and then you wind up hurting your friend anyway, because then you made a dude break up with him, I was like, girl, he's in an open relationship, if the dude says that he is cool with it, why are you getting in the middle of it, stay out of it, period. Also talk about now <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. First of all, TikTok is racist. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, but as of recently, there was this song. Um, the song is like the Sophia the First like uh theme song. It's the opening song for like all the episodes. Now, the reason why I know that is because I do watch Sophia the First. I I still watch it at this age, and I'm 18. It's just good content, okay? It's so cute. And, like, I just, I noticed that when you look at the mama and then you look at the daughter, Sophia, the mama is a mixed black woman, but the daughter's white. Now, I'm not trying to criticize Disney, <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of confused. I'm like, is she adopted? Or, because, <laughs> like, and I'm not saying that, like, you can't be mixed and then, like, have a white, possibly, father. And then, like, you know, come out white. But, like, genetically speaking, you would be a little, like, a little tan. Like, Meghan Markle. Tan. Or, or dark. Or, like, either melanin. But, like, Sophia is, like, Snow White. <laughs> Like, she's white, white. Like, she's white. So I'm just very confused. I'm, 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 and then she has, like, red hair, and the mom has brown hair. And I'm just, you know what? <laughs> I'm just confused. And again, I'm not trying to criticize. I'm not trying to criticize. Like, you know, it just doesn't, it, it, it doesn't confuse in my mind. It, it doesn't compute in my mind. Because I'm like, how... Are we going to have, you know, like, this black mom, this black mixed mom, but, like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, but, um, we're going to get into the last segment of this podcast, which is, oh, 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 oh. there's this red cardinal that is fighting this other red cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're gonna get into the last segment of this podcast. It is called Should I Call It Surviving Song? Psst. I'm gonna call it 
the surviving songs of the week, or just songs of the week. I just, yeah, I'm going to call it songs of the week. Here are the songs of the week. Now, as of lately, I've really been into this whole, like, slow, reverbed, I think it is, like, type of edited songs. Now, these are off of YouTube. I got them off of YouTube, and um, I just really like them a lot. I like the way, I don't know why, I just, I like the way they are set up. I love it. I love the songs already, so, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. This is Solange. Um, I think the name of the song is um Almedia, A L M E D A. I think it's I think it's spelled. So I'm gonna go ahead and play that for you. Again, this is slowed and reverbed. I'm just, I don't know why I the vibe and the aesthetic and the, just the mood of the song being slowed down and reverbed. I don't, I don't know exactly what reverbed means, but all I know is, girl, it sounds good. So we're going to go ahead and start playing it. Hey, boy. Would you meet me on the got a surprise for you. song is Rock With You by Michael Jackson. It is also slowed and reverbed again. I love the vibe that this song gives off. And then it's a classic. So like, you know, it's just like, honestly, like an editorial is like a classic. So it's already great within itself, but like the slow down, it's very like, I don't know if you can say sexy, but like in a way it kind of is. Like it just, it makes me, it just, it's really, it's really good. So yeah, you just kind of listen to it. Thank you. 
survival of the week um i hope you guys like those three songs i will continue doing three songs because yeah because <laughs> i play them like either between the 30 or 30 seconds or a minute apart so you know i don't want to make it too long but um special shout out ooh, special shout outs ooh, he's doing special shout outs now ooh, ooh, he's doing special shout outs now ooh. honestly i should be putting a lecture <laughs> um but special shout out to EMK underscore illustrations for doing the cover of my podcast. She did this a while back, and honestly, I should have said something a lot earlier. But since I am here now and it is season two, I just want to thank her so much for doing that cover for me. And please go check out her work. Again, it is EMK underscore illustrations. All right, you guys, please to continue to social distance. Even though we are protesting, we have every right to protest at this point. Our anger is just, and honestly, some of y'all white folks should be okay with us wanting equality and not just revenge. Period. <laughs> um, but please social distance and please keep washing your goddamn hands. All right. Bye, you guys.